got broke for a body, the nigga beat it. All of a sudden, traps getting trapped. It's like the cleaners, how they washed up. Half of the block, wait till we see them. Clothes corner, so ain't no room for the beating. Knife work, coke out his stomach, see what he eating. So what he leaking? He doing too much speaking, you know lie. Light skinned dude saying he Puerto Rican. Seen him down the quarter, foot like a order of sneakers. They ain't had a Jordan's he wanted, told him next weekend. That dude, need to get hooked to this and that too. Relax, who? Don't talk for him, we ain't that cool. Heard he used to booth hair wrong when he was upstate. Capsules, he been telling, he got a slash face, crack too. Somebody beat him up with the Mac too. This nigga stand some shit, but I'm an ass too. That was a snippet of Bad Seed, Sweet Jesus, which is off his collaborative album Kill Switch, produced entirely by Team Demo. Welcome to episode 76 of We Go In and Presents, where I'm joined by the Team Demo fellas to talk about the Kill Switch album and what it was like working with Bad Seed. They also talk about their upcoming projects with Wise P and Illa G. But before we get into that, we trace the Team Demolition history back to when they first started working with Yogi. Yes, that Yogi from Crew and Bad Boy. The guys also talk about what it was like working with 50 Cent on Crime Wave, which was a monumental look for the Virginia producers. Make sure you go back to episode 74 and 75 to check out my conversation with DV Alias Christ and hit up the links for my books, including the Words interview series and the Chopped Herring interview series. Awesome, man. So episode 75, Team Demo. Appreciate you guys joining me here. You guys just ah, produced... 75, baby. That's a good number. I like that. Now, so, yeah, baby. I like it. It's a great number. And I'm, I'm glad you guys are the ones doing this. You know, Kill Switch is out with Bad Seed. You guys produced the whole album. So what's it like? Yeah. What's it like having that album out now and all that hard work? People can finally experience it. Oh man, it feels great, man. It, it was it was it was a long process. It was a hard process, and then it got kind of crazy when the virus started coming around. We was finishing mm-hmm. up. It was getting a little stressful with Corey. You know what I'm saying? She was worried we wasn't gonna get the whole album done, but uh, we got it done. We had we had a couple features we were gonna have, but like I said, because of the virus, it was tough. But we got it done, and man, we happy with you know we happy with the project 100. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Indeed. No doubt, yeah. Because yeah, no, I don't mean to cut you off, man. No, 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 no. Go ahead. no, no. Go ahead. So, Bad Seed had said he he alluded to a couple of tracks that he just didn't get a chance to finish with. He's because he said he used he uses studios. He doesn't do the home studio thing. So, what was that like? I mean, did you have anything left off that you felt like was make or break, or do you feel like you had the bulk of what you needed before the virus hit and everyone had those stay at home orders? Well, Tone. Yes, sir. Really, the one I could think of the most would be Kill Switch. That that, that could be a make or break. That's the one that that didn't make the album. Yeah, and, yeah, I thought, yeah. yeah if if anything, it fit right in. But it surprised me how the project kind of came together. At the end of the day, when we really look back at it, it just it just kind of comes together perfect. But I do wish you know people could hear. But you might you might still hear that kill switch. You might still hear that with that part two coming. You know, yeah. Yeah, part two is coming. Kill switch two is coming. That's awesome. And you know, when you look at the promotion of this, how has coronavirus really impacted that? Because you know, just being able to do shows and radio stations and all of that is really put on hold. So, how has that affected it? And how have you guys tried to combat that creatively? It's it's really. It, it, it's been tough because you can't do that in-house studio work like like you want to with the artists because you know a lot of our artists come down you know and work with us. Um, but on the flip side, you know the third the third member of the team that does all the mixing and engineering and plays a lot of the bases, Mr. Wise. Uh, you know he, he's a genius. I mean, we sent him something and you know he. He knows the vision. Like before we even call him, we've been working so long. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. it, it, tell him, tell him, it's like magic. It bro. just worked. It just yeah, it yeah. just worked. It really just showed us how we could do this. Uh, you know, through through that kind of communication, it just it, it was real ill to be able to do the album that way, and it came it just came together. I still have never met uh, Bassie. Word. Me, you know, like, like, but, yeah, face to face, physically, we've never met each other yet. Like, but we became brothers over the phone and, and doing this album. 
Like, we tight now. He team demo, you know, he extended team demo family 100%. Shout out C, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, it was ill, right, Tone? Because it's like, the, yeah. you know, we used to working with the artists in the studio, like with YSP, you know, like he's, he's with us in the studio, Lord Digger. You know, we in there building, coming up with concepts right there. They writing right there over the beach. Where you this know, was different. G, yeah, yeah, G2, yeah. yeah. G2, you know, like doing, doing Illa's whole first album, you know, first album, it was like, you go back and look at the whole summer, it was, it was crazy. It's just like, we was in there hard. Yeah, that was a wild you know. summer. Yeah. It was a wild summer and we were in there yeah. hard at work every day trying to, you know, trying to cut a song. And then, you know, you look at it now, even though we did it, you know, through through the through the web and everything and using the technology, man, it's, it felt just the same. We were just that hard at work, like, yo, yeah. it's done. Yo, okay, well, yo, he's got lyrics. Well, mm-hmm. he would come back, have the song done, like, probably that night or, you know, or the next day. Yeah, yeah, like a workhorse. Like, you know, it's like if, if we fed him three or four beats, he's coming back like, boom, Here, here's here's this and an extra spicy. We can we can do this and do that with it. Right. It's, it's it's very, uh, it's crazy how it all came together and we still have never all sat in the um, same room together. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So it's, in, in that regard to, to you know, in that regard to the, to the question in a funny way, it, it, it actually made us grind even harder. Hard, like, you yeah. know, trying to promote through all the uh, platforms we could at least get to. And, you know, for the most part, I figured, you know, we covered good ground, you know, in the first couple, you know, weeks for like a first mm-hmm. release. I felt like we covered good ground, you know, and um, that felt good. Yeah, we're just trying to push. That's amazing. And, you know, making an album together, especially one with this kind of concept, is a very personal process. And especially when you take your craft seriously, which I know you guys do, and I know Bad Seed is really passionate about what he does. So when you look at that and not meeting that face-to-face, are there any barriers or any obstacles to not having that face-to-face interaction and being in the studio together for everything? No, I mean... Yes and no. With C, it was a lot of like, he would call me from the studio so I would still be there. Or it would be a lot of voice messages, like us building. Like the whole concept of Adam came with me and him on the phone, kind of building. Me and Tone always had like this comic book concept that we wanted to kind of do. But then me and C kind of started building, bouncing back and forth. And we came up with the concept and he was like, yeah, we're going to do this. And like, you know, he put the skits together. We put the music behind, but everything written is it, it, it see, man. Like he painted the pictures so beautifully, man. Like, yeah. like I you know, full credit super to Jay, proud of Jay and Seed on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got, I got just this, this dial tone. I gotta just give extra, uh, you know, a, lot, a, a big, big credit and a lot of uh, love to Jay and C because they really came up with the whole concept, you know. Man. Yeah, cover and all that, like really the cover. Did. Even if you see the cover, my fault tone is J. Cozell, aka Cozy, aka yo. Listen, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off, but like yo, the the cover is even a shout out to uh, you know I, an Ice T cover from back in the days, in a really ill way. Um, the way his head is exploding and, and all that, like like we you know, we we came up with that on the phone, like for the cover, like yo, da da da. So everything was always us building on the phone. Mm-hmm. Shoot, twenty four hours after day, I'd say at least eight hours after day we on the phone, like like figuring everything out, like. And there was a lot of obstacles, but we got through it all, like we did. And, and I would imagine also like there's times where there's disagreements. It's like it's not always like easy going. So how do you address those challenges with the distance? Well, I will say this in terms of doing shows or if we wanted to do a um, album release party, you know, we can't do any of that, you know? Mm. It's like, everything's remote, you know, we got to do it from in the living room and this, that, and the other, and it's just like, that would be nice uh, to have to have that to go along with the campaign online and um, be able to go out physically and even maybe have some merch, you know? It's like, even right now, you could still move merch, but it just would have felt good but I think hopefully when we do this, I would love for us to do something when the movie's complete and do a performance with Steve 
and you know have the movie running in the back like right, the whole, the back. The whole oh, movie yeah. hopefully by that time everything will be back to normal but when it came to like the process of making the album and like if we had differences uh there, there really wasn't a lot of differences like we was like really keyed in on, on, on a lot of things, like the only differences would, would maybe like on a mix here and there would be like, yo, I need this ladder or not. But they, we was really locked in, like right from the jump. Like after he did Clip Long was the first song he recorded, if I remember correctly. From there on, we was we was locked in. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And, and what's also incredible to me is you guys got Yogi from Crew on the the record, and Yogi, I mean, is an incredible artist. And anybody who, you know, anybody who's I, th- I feel like just knows hip hop knows just what a classic the Dirty Thirty is, and you know Yogi's yeah. contributions. Absolutely, Tom. Go ahead, you go first. Cause, you know, we both oh, speak on Yogi. You know, yeah, you know yeah, because Yogi is a, a big part of. Of, of, of a lot man i can't the admiration the love that we have for uh yogi is is, is really deep you know deep rooted he's family for real for real you know yeah. we really look up to him you know he's the big dog he really showed us that this was real and believed in us he took us under his wing even at the point when we met yogi i think it's funny we were embarking we were doing so much we're putting out records and we're doing this and this, that, and the other, kind of like, this one we funny way, we, yeah, you know, like, yeah, this is like even King Demolition days when we we're trying to be artists, like really thinking we knew everything we needed to know. And I mean, phew, he put us on to so much. Right. And he taught us so much that really made our beats better. And, you know. Structure, just structure how to approach making records in general. Mm-hmm. Like, he started messing with me and Tone. Um, Kind of like when Team Demo was, Team Demolition was kind of like starting to not rhyme so much, and we was kind of doing our, our own own solo projects, and um, just the way. Plus, he we were really embarking in production too. Stop, not to cut you off, Jay, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We were to but almost not, not fully all the way yet. Kind of yes, but we was running with we was running with the J. Cosell with yo, yeah, you're right, you're and right. that's when he taught us really. Like how yeah. to structure stuff. Like he really taught us. Mm-hmm. And like, like like Tone said, man, that's like our brother. Like I die for that dude. Like that's my brother. And getting him on the album is just, is a blessing. And like he's on Wise P's album. He's he's actually gonna be on a lot of stuff we're doing because I'm I'm trying to, you know, keep him in our mix because he taught us so much. I feel like he's part of this new team demo sound. So like I I, I you know, he's he's team demo all day. You know. And plus, and plus uh, you know, just to add on to what Jay said, one of the most talented producers. Ever. I mean, ever, like, like to me, like I just. I mean, the dirty thirty is classic, but even beyond the dirty yeah, thirty, you know, he did yeah, a lot man. like with the G Dep and the Black Rob and just the Terror Squad. Yeah, like a lot of the you know, like he went on to do a lot of stuff and just. And you know what he, you know, with the hood fellas, the, yeah. you know, just everything that he was about, you know, we were, we were so, you know, even to say that we knew Yogi through like the Dirty Thirty, you know, like when he, when they came out with the Dirty Thirty, we were just, you know, we're young bucks out here. You just you know? met him too, yeah. You know, and we, he, you know, even then showed us so much love. And then yeah. us kind of growing up, you know, under his wing too. And just, you know, like it, it's, just one of the most talented people in the world. Like, like on the, on that music, just the stuff me and Jason seen and the stuff we've done with him. Oh God, <laughs> man, salute. That's crazy. What do you think he's very saw? special? Very special. And and Yogi with with everything he's done. Um, and I'm glad you mentioned you know a lot of the bad boy stuff beyond just crew. But with everything that he's done, what do you think he saw in you guys to really invest that time and and mentorship? I think I mean really, for I real the interest, knew how hip hop we were. <laughs> yeah, they definitely definitely hip hop. Like like definitely we connected on a straight stand level. Like just the love for the music, the culture, beyond like making music, like we were on the same level. He like he he had UBCs, the UBC mm-hmm. style C D, you know, sitting in his house when we first went up there and stayed there. 
you know, like 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 PRT was in his house. You know, this is and what Tom, what year was this when we, we was up there like recording when I was running? Early, like, yeah, like early two thousand. Yeah. So I would basically say he kind of really, really took a big interest in us. So when we was in the car freestyling, you and me with him that night, and then he kind of was like, "Yo, we should do something you, you, with you two. and that's that's why I really feel like he kind of took the interest because that's when we started sleeping at the crib at a week at a time recording and like really recording heavy, you know, doing my thing. So like, yeah, he he actually took interest up with us rhyming at first, and then like he taught us how, he taught us so much about producing. He we ain't want to rhyme no more. We just want to produce and like direct other artists. That's amazing. Do you still have those records? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Man, yeah. And, and would would you guys? You know, are there any regrets as far as like not continuing with with the MCing, or do you feel like you made the right choice looking back on it? You never know. You might. You never. You never know. <laughs> In a way, I do regret we ain't put a lot of the cold self stuff out at the time because I think what Yogi was doing with the sound he was going with was 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 ahead of its time. He was ahead of his time at, at the time. Um, it was a. It was it was next level, like kind of more the radio hip hop side of things, but more hip hop. But he was ahead of what that a lot of people were trying to do and are doing like now with us. We. At first, I didn't almost understand or see some of it until he taught it to me. And you see the mm-hmm. final product, and you're like, "Wow, this this could go platinum, like 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 that kind of music, and still be good quality music." Like like it was different. He was teaching us how to make different kind of hip hop, not just the boom bap. He taught us how to make a, a record, like you know, make, make make even if it's boom bap, make it big. You know what I mean? Like he taught us how to make everything big. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's what we just missed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, you know, when you present your stuff, present it, you know, like you like you recorded it, take the same pride as a producer that you would as a rapper, you know. Right. When you present your when you present your product and that right. that you know, I know that hit me, you know, and, and J and Wise in a in a big way, you know. And you know, we was all, you know, all four of us, you know, me, J D, uh, Wise and Jason, you know, we were all up and down the East Coast, we you know we was all in it to win it to try to make something happen, you know, make something happen, and you know eventually you know go into doing crime wave and stuff. Yeah, that's that's incredible, and definitely want to get to that as well. Um, and so a lot of what you guys were doing though, like was based out of Maryland, right? I was at a VA, baby. Yeah, at a VA, yeah. Uh, Maryland. Yeah. on the other side of DC. Gotcha. Right. Northern, mm-hmm. Okay, so Northern Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The studio, you know, our, our home, our headquarters is in uh, Crystal City, so it's like right there next to National Airport. Gotcha. So, you know, you're 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 working out in New York, and you're you're networking. You know, if we if we look at this time period, you know, looking at like the early two thousands, mid two thousands, what was that time period like for Team Demo? Because that's when I first met you guys, and that's when you guys were working with guys like Illogy and Big Lou. And guys like that, what what was that time like for you guys in terms of your development and what you guys were getting into? Correct, though. That's a perfect question because it's right after what we learned from Yogi, for real, because this is yeah. like when we be concentrating on producing. So go ahead. Yeah, so yeah, because yeah, really, right when it falls into that, you know, going in, you know, kind of after J. Cole's, I guess, did you say that's after J. Cole's cell project, Jason? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then, um, yeah, because Illa was kind of at, uh, at the beginning. Illa was with us. Yeah, Illa was, mm-hmm. was rocking with Yogi and us, too, because, like, yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to – yeah, go ahead. That I'm was really yeah. – you know, we were really concentrating on, um, you know, putting out our own music, like, you know, strong and, you know, and getting into produ- production and mm-hmm. what, like, I guess, like you said, doing the elegies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Early, early, early 2000s was weird, you know, weird at the same time coming from being artists to sliding into production and, you know, uh, you know, still trying to go out there and, you know, shop your tape and we, you know, shop your music and we were getting better and better at it, you know, but really trying to go hard with our independent side. Right. And I think the market was out there, but I even think, you know, with, with us, we were always like maybe three or four years too early. <laughs> Because yeah. I look back, even when we were when we were doing records and going hard, you know. But anybody could say that from our era. But we just laugh now. It's like damn, when everybody had such outlets, 
Uh, yeah, if we had the internet, if we had the internet back, then. <laughs> you know, back then, man, but wow. the internet was there in two thousand three. You talking more later? Yeah, I'm talking more. You know, just going back later, but just I guess yeah. going through that period. I guess you know, really just trying to find our niche in production. You know, um, well, if you think to, you about know, putting it, out so? bullet in the bracelet was a big yeah. was a big accomplishment. I was about to say, yeah, when we put our bullet in the bracelet with Ella, shout out Ella G Brooklyn. Yeah, one of the illest MCs most slept on. Um, yes, sir. When we put that album out, you know, um, it was, you know, we was, yeah, like Tom said, we was trying to put our own records out. We put all our own money behind Bullet and Bracer, you know, and it, 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 it did well. And um, Ella was the one who put put us on with Shady Records. He was the one who played a record for uh, Riggs mm-hmm. Morales, and Riggs was like, um, who's the guy that produced the record? And he was like, yo, it's Team Demo. And he was like, yo, next time you come next month, we, you know, bring some new material, tell him to come with you when I want to hear his, you know, BCD. So Ella came back. This is kind of like when he was staying with us in VA off and on, and he had his other people down there, like right around our corner type. You know, we was recording hard, you know, in the old TD mansion uh, in Burke. And uh, so Ella brought us up there. He took me and him. He took up me up there in the office with him the first time. He just wanted to bring one, not too many, because it was four of us at the time. And uh, Riggs liked everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, he liked everything. He took, you know, and from there on, it was a relationship that we, you know, we made with Riggs that uh, really advanced everything with the 50 Cent crime wave. We got to work with this kid named Axe, who was uh, signed for Shady. I think it was some type of management deal or something but he was he was development deal, yeah, development deal. that's what it was he was super nice he came down we rocked with him got to work with him. tone did a joint with obi obi trice that was tough um yeah, man. and yeah like you know and then shoot the beat the 50 pick i made four years four years before that like it was, uh, the beat was four years old he picked it it's mm-hmm. crazy it's crazy because yeah, like leading up to even like crime, like when you when you ask like that that period of of us, that's yeah, that sums it up right about there. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's how we was rolling. We we was really going hard. We're trying to still put out our music, but at the same time, having that introduction into like really having an A and R like believing us. Riggs was very very cool. To Definitely believed in us. Riggs did a lot for us. Yeah, shout out Riggs Morales too. He did a lot for us. No doubt. And, and I remember Axe because Riggs is the one who sent uh, music from Axe over to Hip Hop Game, too. And I mean, the work you guys did with Axe had to be incredible because, I mean, your sound plus his style. I mean, Axe is another guy you can look at that was really ahead of his time in terms of like just the way he was spitting and what he was spitting about. And like just he he, he didn't have that commercial style that so many of those labels were looking for at the time. Nah, yeah, he was ahead of his time. Like, if if, if the acts then would to come out now, like with how Royce is coming and like with the star house and all that, oh man, he'd be in the pocket right now, like because he was on a different level, but was still on that same level of writing. Like he was, he was a talented dude. Like he, he definitely impressed me in tone when he came down, because he came down. Rick sent him down. Uh, what was it for like a week tone? Same thing, because we just didn't record Team Demo. He had us recording, like, you know, there was some showbiz beats that we got to mix. Um, I think it was a couple other cats, you know, a couple, a couple of the guys that we, we look up to, like, you know, that we got to record him with, too, that, uh, you know, it was it was a good time, but he definitely impressed us. I, I wish I had the yeah. songs I could get to you to play. I know I know, Mr. Wise got them joints, but, uh, yeah, 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 that, 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 that pretty much sums up that era, like, right there. For and sure. plus, uh, not 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 even, but we got to mention this. In that era, we moved the the studio moved from uh, from our from our home, like in in Boogie Down, Burke, VA. Out, we moved it to Alexandria, which was just it was just a big transition. It was because like in Burke, we had a house, we had a big house where we had two studios in the basement, middle floor kitchen, you know, little lounge area, and then we even had bedrooms for like guests artists that came through to stay for a week or such we had a spot for them to sleep in so down here it was a little smaller but it was smarter because it was closer to the city you know from mm-hmm. you know for wise you know to, to keep the business running you know shout out wise depth charge recording studios and all that you know 
No doubt. And at last I heard from from Axe, he had signed with Jim Jones as Axel Leon or Leon. And um, I know he did a couple of records with Jim Jones, but I haven't heard much from him lately. Yeah, I haven't heard much from Max. We kind of lost contact with him. Uh, so, yeah, I, I didn't even know he was signed with Jimmy. That's good for him because he's a talented guy. I wish him the best. You know, hopefully, you know, when we see each other, if we link back up, I know what it'd be all love because that's another cat. Like, when we work with him, it, it, it was it was good. You know what I'm saying? It was it was, it was a good uh, it was a good vibe. We all gel well. You know, so. yeah, no doubt. And I feel no like doubt. I feel like Illigy too, like he's someone who – Bullet in a Bracelet was an incredible piece of work. And over the years, I mean, Illa just continues to like push push his own bar even further. And I mean, every time I hear Illa G on a project, I'm like, just his growth is incredible. Um, and he was Absolutely. already, he was already, I thought, great back when he was, you know, in those days when he was rolling with Mob Deep and, and he was really kind of getting his feet wet in the game. Um, what did you see in Ella back then? And what do you think of his development as an artist? Go ahead, Tony. You know, we both want to talk I, about... I, I, yeah, too. I'll say, yeah, I can say that because I feel like uh, in a lot of ways, we probably the first people... Well, I, I mean, well I'll, say, I'll say this. I know we're probably just as big of fans of him, like as far as his ability to rap. Like we just knew that the marriage between G and our beats would be perfect, you know. But even at the same time, I just think me and Jason, you know, all of us just saw that he was nice and super nice. like super, you know, just nice. And I just, we, and did, you know, and you know, you, you sometimes you you don't understand like well, what are people not not hearing or they not hearing something that I'm not hearing and this that and the other. So I know we definitely believed in G, you know, and still do. Absolutely, you know, 100%. And, and still do, you know, 100%. And We're working on a new album now. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, that leads into my next thing of just saying, just very proud of to see what, he, what he's done, you know, with his, with his career and what he's further done, you know, the, the New York Minute, everything. I mean, yeah, was, he's, he's was, done big things. He, yeah. you know, from Bowling and the Bracelet, which, like I said, that was, a, that was recorded in the summer, and that was a, that was a great summer. He was he stayed with us down at the mansion, you know. It, it ain't real mansion, but we just call it the mansion. But you know, he stayed down there. We was playing ball all the time. He was nice at basketball with us. You know, we was balling heavy, recording heavy, and uh, you know, it was good times. You know, and both of us, all of us, have grown. That's why we. That's why I pushed him like, yo, we need to do another album, us and you, because, like, yes, his drive has been incredible. I've watched him, like, just grow so much from not even wanting to have a relationship with DJs to understanding and being, like, yep. being, like, he, he, he's, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? He's a, um... He's just his, his, his growth uh, as, as an artist and just entrepreneur, just his yeah. communication and everything, he's, he he just you know sees a lot of things. I mean, there's some wild stories we can tell you about. G. Yeah, you know, G is our brother. G is our brother. We know G for almost 20 years now. That's our brother, brother. We died for it too. Like that's like Team Dumbo family heavy, you know. But like like G is now. He's actually a character. He's somebody. Like you know, when you watch him on our G, he's funny. Um, you know, and the whole the whole transition to doing the TV, it just blew my mind. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It just it showed it showed me like yo, I could do anything. You know, I could G G showed me I can do anything. Cause like I I thought it would be a lot harder for him to do what he's done. But like the show is remarkable. Shout out, you know, even when the villains in there, I think uh, uh Ag the Corner is is in there. I seen Fred Jones. You know, he's 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 done some big big things, and we proud of him. You know, he know that yeah. too. You know, he definitely you know, knows and that. he knows that. Yeah, he knows that. Yeah. But we definitely working on a new album. It's called Silence of Violence with him. You know, you know, he just G moves at G's pace. So I can't even give you a release date. <laughs> Shout out Illa G, aka. No, yeah, no, I'm, no. I'm excited he ain't to hear. Do it. Yeah, he ain't gonna do it. I'm excited to hear about that. And, <laughs> you know, other, other, another artist I always thought you guys had a great chemistry with. Um, is one of my favorite artists, especially from that era, was Big Lou, who was signed to Street Sweepers um, and K Slay back in the day. 
and um, mm-hmm. had a bit of a falling out, but still released great music, whether he was street mm-hmm. sweepers or not street sweepers. Um, he's another guy. I always loved the music you guys made. What was it like working with Lou back in the day? And hopefully the, if he comes back, I'd love to hear that uh, a reunion. Oh, absolutely. Lou was a good dude. Everything was over the phone with Lou too. Like you know, I was just saying, oh, everything was remote. We still never met Big Lou. Yeah, we <laughs> never we never, never gotten a chance to meet uh, meet Lou. But uh, it, 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 with Lou, it was just like yo, you know, I'd send him beats and he would just send me songs back. You know, he was just like yo, I got something for you, boom. And you know, there was never no complaints. Like you know, there, there'd be some artists, no names on the name, but there'd be some artists we send beats to him, be like, oh man, why are we even sending beats to this guy? Like, but. Yo, there was never no complaints. He blessed, like you said, he blessed everything. And like, I, I do hope he come back, rock on something. I've talked to him, so hopefully we can get something floating. That'd be amazing. Um, and those that, back in the day, then I mean, that was when you know you're still mailing beat CDs. It, like, emailing MP3s were starting to become a lot easier. But I'm sure you guys still sent a lot of CDs through the mail, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, but we were running up, you know, not for nothing. We were running up in the offices, man. We were trying to get as much face, you know, FaceTime, face you know, FaceTime, and you know, as much as we could to at least, you know, let us see it. Because I think we understood that you had to promote, even as a producer, we still had to move as an artist. So we were really trying to hit those offices and at least hand you the hard, you know, the hard copy, give you the CD, the beat CD, and this and that. But yeah, right. definitely. We sent we sent our CDs and and this and then then that's the other. But I I I gotta give us. We were definitely running up and down, uh, you know, the East Coast to try to hand our stuff out. Like like if we were still rapping. Mm-hmm. No doubt. And then we look at one of the biggest songs. You know, you guys produced "Crime Wave" for Fifty Cent, and when that came out. I mean, I always felt like that was almost taking 50 back to the G-Unit mixtape era, like before Shady Records and everything, just with that, the style and the vibe of that, of the beat you guys made. Um, what was it like doing Crime Wave and then actually not just 50 Cent choosing it or saying, hey, we might rock over this, but then like actually seeing it come out? Because taking a beat and actually putting it out can, you know, it might never come out, you know. There's a lot of producers who have beats right. to artists, and they just hold it forever. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, because he's got a couple of records supposedly that he held forever. Like the boozy joint song. Remember, he was speaking on the radio. Yeah. But yeah, yeah you like, get to that. Yeah, you don't want to go to the end of the story. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it man, like, it was. Go yeah, ahead. go ahead, Tony. You go first. Go ahead. No, go but ahead. I. I, I will say I will say this, this tone. I will say this. Um, when Jay said like he picked that beat, like we we had submitted that beat, like at least you you was it really four years? And the beat was about four years old. I wish yeah. I wish I wish we. I mean, we could try to hit wise even and, and punch him in real quick for the stamp. But I'm pretty sure it's about four it's years. Pretty sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I made that beat, I made that beat. At the studio, at the new studio, Tony Alexander. This is Jay Cosell, a.k.a. Cozy. You know what I'm saying? And I remember, because this is when we really started messing with him. This is after I got a lot, came out and all that from Ellis. So we in there thinking 50 hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, we only making 50 beats, you know, shady beats, because, you know, these are the two offices we up in. And when I made that joint, my man Black and Nam sent me the sample. And I was like, yeah. I knew right away. I was like, yo, this is fish. Shout out Black and Nam, too. You know, I said, it was so 50. And like four years later, it was just, you know, not, not four years later, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 four years later, yeah. it, you know, go figure. You know what I mean? And when I it first heard that It was weird because point, I think we had to, like, we didn't play that beat for, for a while. Word. And know, we played it for a lot of people who skipped over. Mm-hmm. I think you saw skipped over it. Uh, Wise P skipped it. You know, P it just wasn't their favorite. You know what I'm saying? But like 50, you know, and then when, you know, once it got close to it coming out, I, I got nervous. I don't know about Tom, but I was getting nervous. Like, is this going to really come out or not? Like, please, like, every day I was waiting. And then when it came out, man, I don't know about Tom, but the, I, I, can't, I can't even express the feeling I have for how hard we've been working. You know what I mean? To, to, to be on that level finally, for how hard we've been working. Like, you know, we had Sean Price's around. We had some good, um, that Tom did that. We had some good, uh, 
some placements from, you know, with Razzcast, you know, just that type of, you know, 50 was on a different level, you know what I'm saying? And like like you said, that whole album to me even made me feel like some Get Rich and Die Trying. I thought that was his second best album, regardless if he produced it or not on it. I think that was his second best album he's ever done. And, you know, I'll stand that. Shout out Curtis Jackson, a.k.a. 50 Cent. That. Yeah, just, yeah, man, I, I, I got a... a following this is tone um to hear it and not to have see that was the bugged out part i think that, that nobody will understand is like we never met him like everything was remote remote we never, okay. we never we never met him never sat in the studio with him and you know again we're the type of guys like we want to get down with the artists we want to shoot content that's what made kill switch so special yep. so it's like to have no kind of communication, no kind of even an idea of being like, yo, you're going to do the chorus like this, or maybe you should, you know, ha- we were thinking of a flow like this, like we had no opinion, not that it mattered, but it's just like nothing to say. We just knew he picked it. He's going to rock it. And I, I can't even, like Jason said, I can't even descri- describe the suspense of like, what's it going to be? And when it came on, it it was so bugged out because we, it still didn't get the point. It still was like, I didn't even see that. I didn't yeah, because we didn't get it in advance right enough. Yeah. It's not like they sent us in advance. Like, we had to wait for the release, too. So we biting our nails. We on our tippy toes, too. Like, boom. And when it came out, it was just like, yeah, the first single. That felt good that we was the first single. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, nah. And you like, you know, like come down. And he did a video to it. And he so did the was, video. The ill yeah, movie that, video, yeah. Yeah, he, he did a video to it, and that, that made it even extra special. Yep. But just like, but just like Jay said, it's just to hear it, to hear the chorus, like, hey, we didn't even see it as produced. I can even say it. I, I looked at him. I was like, I, I didn't even he's, see it. This could have been that genius. big. Yeah, genius. 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 You know, and it was just, I think the one thing that got us so psyched was that we wanted to, uh, really work with him. We were like, oh, yeah. I feel like we if he met us and, and was able to like, if we, if we, if we was able to get a nice wonder like he did with Jay, if we was able at that time to get one with fifth, I think it would have been something special to this day. Even. You know what I mean? To this day. It's like that's how it is when we work with artists that, you know, it's, it's, it's either, don't tell you, it's either, we, you know, they love us and they're ready to work and they, they want to stay down here or, or it's like not. Like, we just don't fuck with each other at all, and that's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? It's, there's no in-between. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Which is very true. There's no in-between. I really think he would have, uh, it would have been nice to just see if we could have connected and gotten just a couple more, couple more joints, you know? Yeah, just, just, yeah. just a couple more joints and, you know, seeing where something could go. But it, it still feels good to this day that people mention Crime Wave and they uh, hold it in a high regard. And, we got a gold record for it. Yeah, you know? we got a gold record for it. We put that in my back to, back to the DMV. Word. You know, they, they can't take that away from us. And how did you feel like things changed for you once that record was out and, you know, you had 50 Cent on the discography? Do you feel like it made more artists want to work with you because of that name um, association? Yeah, I, I, I mean, we, was, yeah, yeah. I, no, go ahead, well, go ahead, Tom, go ahead. No, my, my bad, this Tom, I, just before Jay was going to say, I will say this, I think it opened doors with the artist name, but I think the second part was it opened the door because people were like, that's that funk, that's yeah. that shit, yeah. like, that's that thump, like, that's that boom, bap, funk, that's what, bringing it back. You know, which, if you kind of think even at that moment, that it was kind of missing. Mm-hmm. I remember when people mm-hmm. were jumping on the remix, Joel Ortiz and Raekwon jumping yep. on it, and people were doing verses to the beat, and you know, Gucci Man, Gucci Man. I even thought yeah. that it was funny that people brought up the Joe Button song that used the sample, you know, that may have been this, that, or you know, a classic, this, that, and the other in the underground or not. You know, I thought it was fabulous. But I, you know, I thought it was I thought it was a you know fabulous. I just I thought it was funny that even somebody tried to even discredit like people were even trying to come out and try to discredit the record. It was it hit so hard. Like, yeah, they couldn't believe That's it. Like they didn't want to, but like people didn't want to believe it. Like oh man, Fifty can't come back, and it was like you know bow you know, and just to just to have our name attached to that. Right. I, to this to this day, whenever I you know run into dudes, the the people that we love that really rap that really 
to really, you know, and they look at us and they say, oh, you did that record? Yeah. They like, what's this? Hey, shit? we're bad seeds. Yo, when yeah. he found out I did that, he was like, I'll tell you to this day, yo, that's one of my favorite records ever. Yo, we're, Saigon called the studio one day about a beat that Obi Trice rhymed on, and he told me on the phone personally, I will quote this, that, yo, Just Blaze, we ran that record like, 20 times we played that joint in the studio over and over and over and over again. That felt good because at that time, Saigon was really popping. He was like one one of these guys we really wanted to get with. This is like right yeah. before his first. This is like kind of like when, what was the name? Uh, what was the name of that, um, that album he put out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget the name of it right now. It's on the tip of my tongue with... Uh, Anyways, Green long story, story short, it felt good. It felt good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, no, the one before that, it was like a mixtape. Morning show. It was like Little Saigon, come again. Come again. Yeah, yeah. 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 I forget the warning shot. Warning shot. Yeah. album. Shout out Saigon, yeah. Yeah, with stocking, and, um, stocking Cap with Alchemist. I mean. Yeah. Oh, man. Tell me that joint didn't That was great. Great. But anyways, it felt good. It felt like we was about to go somewhere, you know. It felt like we was about to do something. And then, you know. kind of slowed down from yeah yeah it's just like it, well i won't say it. so you know it just it just was weird that we just just that door couldn't be open I, well you know a lot happened after that 50 came out so you never remember i got yeah, locked yeah. up for a minute I, I i got locked up for like a year and some change that slowed a lot down and then when i got out that's when we picked back up but it slowed down i mean it kind of like hurt for a second you know you know it just didn't move the way it was supposed to move emotionally it just wasn't meant to be at the time. It is what it is. And when when you look at all of that, I mean, do you feel like that's kind of what almost started Team Demo kind of taking that kind of break? Because you guys were definitely on hiatus for a little bit, and um, now it seems like you're coming back really heavy working with, you know, Bad Seed, Illa G, um, YSP. Like, it seems like you got a lot going on right now. Yeah, we all, you know, who else, Tom? Well, go ahead, well, well the, well, the one thing I think was really uh, was a great thing to kick this off was 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 doing hurrah for Sean Price, you know, yeah. and even Sean Price to do you know another ill journey, you know, um, you know it was crazy that we that we got me and Jay got a chance to sit in his house. He had a real uh, close relationship with our brother Jay, and just really. Uh, was just a cool dude and just to be able to do something with and him. Lord Digger. And you know, well, you know, and Lord yeah, and Digger, you know, I was gonna say just like there was so much kind of going in between like we had a hiatus but we didn't have a hiatus. Maybe just some people missing stuff. But um Well you gotta also remember even when when I stepped, you know, when I got out, we were still kinda it, it was different when I got out, you know, for a little bit because I had to, you know, fall back Finished, finished getting my son out of high school, get him into college, you know, for basketball and all that. And that's when we jumped back in. Once Dom graduated, that's when we really jumped, jumped back in because it was like, okay, he good, let's go, you know, because yeah, you know, my, 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 just, my fumble, I, my fumble just, you know, made it kind of slow down a little bit. I just thought, I just thought, you know, it was like that Sean Pryor, like right, right then and there to do Haram and and and, and capture and get a, get that look was 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 big. It was a big blessing for Mike Tyson. And, you know, rest in peace, Sean. Probably that was a big blessing for us. Absolutely. Because, you know, we was working with Sean forever. But just nothing was, you know, nothing that came about for the longest, you know. So, you know, definitely a blessing. Well, and I've never heard a bad Sean Price story. So what was it like actually hanging out in Brooklyn with him? It was, you know, what was more fun is him hanging outside of Brooklyn. Because we really... Like a couple times I hung out with him. I hung out with him in DC with, 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 when we went to see him perform, and then a couple times in Baltimore. And and just every, I mean, you know, one of those one of those kind of cats that just didn't disappoint. Like, cause there's sometimes you meet some cats and get, you know, and just, you know, especially when you hold them such high regard and they let you down. He was just everything that was uh, that was advertised, man. Funny. All Brooklyn. All Brooklyn. You know. Funny, yeah, but you uh, know if he if he if he get out of line, he he gonna give you the back. Of the yeah, but yeah. you know, hard. Yeah, you know I mean, so but, yeah. but show it up. Yo, he opened the door to us. You know, show us mm-hmm. love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
That's, that's yeah, amazing. A lot and now looking at what you're doing with YSP, I mean, you guys have a project in the works. He just dropped a joint with Static Selector that was incredible. And he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's back on the scene again after being locked up for a little bit. What's it been like working with Wise now um, and seeing, you know, seeing him after, you know, a few years have passed? Go ahead, Tony. You start again. What I will say, uh, working with working with Wise, man, he's he's just a machine, man. If there was ever like just a polish, like sharp, just just sharp, man. He never disappoints. Another machine, you four or five songs a night, you know, if you let him loose, you know, and uh, easy, easy, and just never really disappoints. Like you know, we'll come up with the chorus and the rhyme, you know, he'll be walking around, you know, and just the way his whole uh, he's he's another guy, you know, as far as doing that rhyming without writing. Yep, I was going to say that. And it's, and it's crazy to see him come up with, with shit, like, just off the humble, I mean, you know, like I'm saying, chorus and everything, like a concept, you know, and, and building the rhyme through a couple of hours. And it's really, when you think about it, <laughs> I can't even, and Jason is back me, I don't even think it's really ever taken that long. Nah, not at all. Sometimes you'd be like, huh? We'll be in there. We'll just finish rolling the first blunt of the session. But you know, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, you know, and he don't smoke, but he'll be like, hold on, hold on. Let me get my first verse in. And we'll be like, you done? He'll be like, yeah. But yeah, Wise is our brother too. We know Wise for years. That that that's that's look that that's brother. He's definitely Team Demo Extended too. You know what I'm saying? Because we had an album before he got locked up. You know, first of all, we met we met we met the pimp through uh my man DJ Rerock. Who DJs for Born? He used to DJ for Born Unique. Shout out Born Unique. Got a brand new album out. Told you, you remember the name of it? I forget off the top. I think it's um. Holiday, how you? Know I forget Born. Hot, yeah, exactly. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, shout out Born. You know, I heard a couple of joints already that that are crazy. That's his, a great his album. His old DJ Rewrite. Yeah, yeah, his DJ Rewrite is the one who kind of put us on with Wise. And you know, meeting Wise from the jump, Tony tell you, man, he was the most lovable dude. Like you know, he he, he lightens up the room. With his aura, you know, he want to make sure everybody is good, took care of in the room, you know, all that. You know, we had we had a whole album recorded before he got he went away. We had Fame on it, we had um, Nitty Scott on it. Like, uh, it 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 was a tough album we was getting ready to put out, and then his you know his thing happened, you know, and and, and you know we had to put everything on hold. And when he got out, you know, his mindset changed, got better, got sharper with the sword. We got better, you know, so. Working with him now is just like working with him then, like Tom said. Like he's he's one he's one of my favorites. Like definitely, like he don't write; it's right there on the spot. And you know, even on this new album, which is called Son of a, you know, we we had a song called John Singleton, and like when we was doing it, you know, Yogi's on that hook, and you know, Yogi made the hook huge, you know, you know. And I'm like, yo, we gotta write it a certain way. And I kind of just, you know, gave him the kind of, the way to go. And he just, it was just perfect. Like the way he put it together. I was just like, I came back in from the first blunt. I was like, first verse is already done. Like, wow. You know, so yeah, no, the the pimp is crazy. That's amazing. Wow. No, I can't wait to hear that. And as far as your creative process, when you guys work together, what's that beat making process like? And how, how do you guys... Um, collaborate and 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 bring beats from you know um, zero to the finished product. So you want to start? Uh, stop. Explain the skeletons. It, but, I'll go from there. Cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, would you? Yeah. We, I, I guess the process. Say yeah one more time, real quick. You <laughs> stupid. <laughs> um. <laughs> um I guess it would go from like a skeleton, like either Jay might come, you know, because we both got our home studios and stuff. And Jay we might still work with home. the ASR too. Yeah. too. What up? Yeah. Be proud of that yeah. too. We say what I chest out. We still work with the ASR too. We still can hang with anybody. That's real talk. Uh, yeah, boy. You know I mean, it's a different swing. It's a different feel. I mean, so, but yeah, you know, we, when we do a beat, it's a skeleton. You know, it's something me and Tony constructed at the house, usually chopping up the samples and the drums and stuff like that, getting into maybe a little, a little bit of a song form. And then what mm-hmm. we do after that, Tony, what we do after that? I mean, we send it to who? Who we send it to? We send it, send it to, it to who? Mr. Wise. Mr. Wise. Yes, sir. 
He'll put the bass on it. He'll put some string. You know, he'll put anything. He, he plays. He plays the keys. So he puts anything, you know, extra on it. And a lot of times we don't have to tell him no more. Like like I said, all three of us. We've been doing this since 1988 together. All three of us. So it's already like we know exactly what that person wants is going to do. It's almost like being on a basketball team. You know it was going to be because you played so long. So like, yeah, man, like, you know, we used to all be together in the same room doing it. We'll bring the skeletons to the studio, but with the virus, you know, I'm mailing stuff because it's sloppy. You know what I mean? So I, I'm mailing stuff in the mail to my guy. We're in the mix, do that. We're doing everything, you know, over the phone now. But it's, it's, it's easy for us because, like I said, we one unit. Locked in mm-hmm. all day. Locked in all day, all day. Because it's like even when you ask that question, it's like this. It's, there's such a long history. Like Jason said, it just it just goes together. We just like a band. It just it just works. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And so when you look at what you've got going on now, you've you've got projects in the works. Is there anything that you're looking, you know, a little further in the future, or something that you really want to make happen? Um, you know that that's not going on right now. Definitely love to get with, uh, you know, Griselda. Absolutely. You know, we could, you know, we will soon or later. Hopefully we will bump into that lane, you know, um, tone. Just Anybody else? Running, you like to just want to, just want to keep making music. Just want to keep putting out projects, making music. Well, and we do got a lot of stuff coming out. Definitely. Yeah. Even right, even right now, what we're cooking, what we're cooking up and, um, you know, got in the works, not going to, you know, say too much, but, What's that thing that you got coming out? Yeah. You know, we got coming out. Who's on that? Uh, I think that's the one with Milano. Yeah, Montage One and uh, Rem the Villain. That's you know, he went with Sauce. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, with Sean Price. Um, mm-hmm. While in the streets, and then we, like I said, we got the Wise P, uh, the Son of an Alm. Um, we got a brand new being out. We've been working on for a while. Called uh, the uh, the Sun Gods. We working with uh Tash and the Licks. Uh, that album's called Strange Brew. Um, we trying to get that going. We got one or two, but like just so many projects and with all this virus stuff, everything's kind of slowed up. Uh, Lord Digger got a full album up and getting ready to drop. We working on Illa's album, Science of Violence, and we putting out the old album Aggression soon, which is like a lot of the songs that were supposed to come out right after Bullet and the Bracelet. Um, uh, and I think that's about it. I, oh, Phantasm's got an album from the Cellar Dwellers. We're doing a little EP with him. Shout out Phantasm. Curious too. Keep my, my, you know, my brother George. Uh, we're working on something. Power Rule got a record out on there too. I forget the name. Yeah, some of the stars right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Power Rule. Shout out, you know, my man Prince. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just get I think like, that's about it right now. As far, yeah, as far as what, what's coming up, yeah, yeah, yeah cooking. We, cooking, cooking man. Man. we just want to kind of just keep running, man. We want just want our name, want to get our name, keep our name in the rafters, try to keep going. Yeah, 